Hi, I'm Emily Scott, and I am the host of Bless Your Mess podcast, where we hear from each other, grow together, and know that we aren't alone in this world. I can't wait for you to hear stories that inspire you and hope that you know that you can go through any struggles and come out the other end better. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bless Your Mess podcast. Like you heard in the intro, my name is Emily. I am the host here. Today I have something different and new and exciting for you guys. So today you guys we have our first guest here on Bless Your Mess which is really exciting. It's also exciting for me because it is my husband Austin who is going to be our first guest. So he is going to be chatting with us a little bit about some philosophies that he has to help keep things in perspective for himself and some tips and tricks for us to be able to do the same. Without further ado, let's introduce Austin. Hi, guys. So I'm Austin. Like Emily said, I am her husband. So I just happen to be readily available. And she asked if I wanted to come on. And I said, absolutely. Awesome. And what is it that you are going to be discussing a little bit today? So some kind of personal beliefs and philosophies that I follow that I have, I've told you, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if they helped or just made your eye twitch a little bit. Um, but just things that I kind of remind myself to keep things in perspective and stuff like that. How long have you been following these philosophies that you have? I feel like I've been following them for a long time. I couldn't give you like a specific date or anything like that. It's just, um, once I kind of realized it, I just started kind of implementing it in my own life and just been kind of doing that ever since. So it's been at least a few years. Okay, great. And what was it that made you feel like you needed a change in order to start implementing these? Well, so I was in the Marine Corps and in there, it's one of those things like you don't have a whole lot of control over your life. So you just kind of do what you're told, show up where you need to be. And then when I got out, all of a sudden I had almost no direction with anything and it felt overwhelming at times and stuff like that. So I just kind of realized it then I suppose and then started kind of tweaking my mindset about things a little bit here and there. So my first and biggest philosophy is if it's in your control don't worry about it because you're in control of it so you got it. If it's not in your control then it's not your problem and don't worry about it. So there's really nothing to worry about ever. Yeah so he always says this to me you guys if it's in your control don't worry about it. If it's not in your control don't worry about it. So let's break that down a little bit. So if it is in your control, don't worry about it. What does that mean to you? So if you're in control of whatever situation it is or whatever uh, factor it is that is you know causing you problems, then there's no need to worry about it because you're in control of it. You can decide how to um, change it or keep it the same, tweak it or do whatever. You get to choose because you are in control. Awesome. And the second part is if you're not in control, don't worry about it. If you're not in control, then it's not really your problem to worry about. So there's no need to worry about something that you can't do anything about. Um, But the thing interesting is, is when you start thinking about it, like, okay, do I have control of this? You realize you have more control in your life than you realize. Mm -hmm. It's great. And you guys, these are philosophies that we personally apply in our life as well so I am somebody who tends to be a little bit more on the anxious side and Austin is somebody who 
is not as much, which is really great in our relationship. It helps keep us balanced. But the other thing is that that we're able to help teach each other different things we can do to either like in this situation like combat anxiety or how to be a little less strict and concise in our in our ways um but it's awesome because we get to balance each other out so this philosophy is something that we do practice and it's something that Austin has really been working with me on um, I think a really great example was when we were moving. So when oh, we were yeah. moving, this was something that we kept reminding each other of. So let's take the first part of it. In one aspect, there are things you can control about moving. So I can control what I'm packing right now. I can control how fast I'm packing it. I can control renting the U-Haul to get our stuff down. There are things I can't control, like the weather if the u-haul we need is available yeah um you know if the post office is out of boxes that you can buy to pack stuff there's things you just can't control certain things certain aspects but it's nothing to worry about because you can control what you do next and where you go next to get what you need or do what you need to do yeah so even in the situations that i can't control so let's say wherever i'm buying boxes is out of boxes I can't control that they're out of boxes, but I can control how I react to that, how I take my next steps, how I choose to think about that. I can either sit in the fact that there's no boxes at this one place, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Or I can focus on the things I can control. Okay, there's a place down the street that also might have boxes. Let's go there. Let's be grateful that we're even having the opportunity to move let's enjoy that we're doing this together i can control how i react about it and what actions i take next even though the situation that i cannot control might be stressing me out yep so that's actually a big part of the philosophy in the book the subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark manson it's one of my favorite books um, and in that book, he goes on to explain how you have a responsibility in how you react to things that are, you know, not even in your control. You know, if you wake up and stub your toe, that sucks that it happened, but it, the responsibility is still on you in how you react to it. If you let it drag your entire day down and whatnot, you know, just let it keep dwelling on it and everything, um, that's it's utterly your responsibility and how you react to everything that happens to you yeah so it might not be your fault but you still have that responsibility and when you understand and can control that you really do end up controlling your entire world yeah and i will put that book in the description for you guys as well and that actually leads into another part of my philosophy of dwelling on things Mm -hmm. you know if it's in the past you know, it's not in your control anymore. So as I always say, don't worry about it. Because if you can't control it, don't worry about it. And you can't control the past anymore. It's done. It's happened. You can learn for it, learn from it, absolutely learn from it. Um, But don't dwell on it because you're not going to change it. Mm -hmm. So learn from it. But then ultimately, you have to accept that, you know, if it was good, bad or otherwise, it happened, and you can only learn from it and do better. Or, you know, change how you do things in the future Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's a really good point. And again, something I'm still learning, you guys. But I I tend to what we call spiral into my past. So this is, again, something I'm working on with Austin. And something I'm trying to be more mindful of is just the past is in the past. There's nothing we can do about it. Whether I think I'm going crazy and am, like, second-guessing myself on the past, or whether the past suddenly pops up out of nowhere, it's really just like, okay, how can I not spiral? What can I do to control what I'm doing right now about the past? So let's dive a little bit more into not worrying about the past because I feel like it is a place where we all get stuck Mm -hmm. and we all spiral for lack of a better word oh yeah everybody has that those moments when they're laying in bed and it might be like a little late you can't get to sleep and your brain keeps going hey do you remember that thing that we did four or five years ago that you are really ashamed about and it just keeps us awake because then we start thinking about it like oh man how could i have i should have done that differently why did i do that i feel horrible about it whatever it might be or ashamed or just man i was an idiot when i was younger yeah those we all have that And it's just something that we all wake up in the middle of the night with. Yeah. Is there anything that you do personally when those moments happen that help you stay in tune with those philosophies to keep moving forward? Yeah. So I always look for like a lesson in whatever thought that is. So whatever pops up and is like, oh God, why did I ever do that? I always look for the lesson in it. Um, And once I find the lesson... I almost reconstruct it in my head when I'm laying there. Be like, okay, if I have this lesson that I've already learned, if I have a similar situation or even I go back and in my head redo the situation and change it in my mind a little bit to how I would now do it with that lesson in mind, um, that helps me a little bit just because you know it's, it's my responsibility on how I react to it. Even if I'm laying there and it all of a sudden pops up, I still have the responsibility. Like, okay, how do I react to this memory or whatever popping up in my head. So I try to reconstruct it and implement what I would do today in it. And it's a little bit of one of those like easing the guilt factors a little bit in your head. And it helps you reinforce it like, okay, I know I'm a different person now. I know I would do this instead of what I did then. Or I know I would act differently. Or, you know, if you kind of remember how you used to act when you were in your early 20s, you know, it it's one of those things that like, okay, I'm not that same person anymore. And if you can look back at that memory or how you used to act and if you don't feel great about it, but then you can look at where you are today and be like, I have changed. This is how I have changed. You reinforce how you have changed. Mm-hmm. Then you can kind of look back and use it more like a window instead of a memory and be like, that's who I used to be. This is who I am today. That's so good. I think of reframing that situation is I have never heard that before you and I think it's so good so taking that situation you guys looking at how it did happen now taking how you could reframe it now with the growth and experiences that you have now how would you react in that situation comparing the two but not in a way to like compete them against each other just recognizing that you've experienced growth that would now allow you to react differently than you had back then. And just understanding 
that growth did take place, but there's nothing you can do to change it. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love that. Yep. Learn from the past, but don't live in it. Mm. You know, there's no point in looking back because you're not going that way. So the, the past is going to come back up to you every, you know, all those nights that you have that memory pop up. It's going to do that. But as long as you don't keep looking back and you keep moving forward because that's the direction you're heading, you'll be all right. Okay. And there is a third thought or philosophy that you want to share as well. Yeah. So this one kind of goes more towards the present situation, like any present situation that someone might be dealing with. Um, something that helps me, and I'm not going to lie to you, I got this quote or kind of mentality from the TV show, The Walking Dead. I think it was in like the third season or something like that. Third or, <laughs> third or fourth season. I don't remember. Um, but it was like one of those characters that like popped up and one dude was hallucinating and kept seeing this other character pop up. But the character, when he said these things, it was like, no, that, that actually, that, yeah, that works and you can use that. So if you keep it in the back of your head, just kind of in your back pocket and the philosophy is things are going to happen the way they were always going to happen, the way they were meant to happen and the way they were supposed to happen or something along those lines. That's not a direct quote. Yeah. I don't remember the exact quote, but it went along like that. And it just kind of means that, like, whatever's happening currently, right now, it's it, it was always going to happen. And that could, you know, be something from, you know, a divine destiny or whatnot, and, you know, God, whatever have you. Or it could just be the results of all the actions you've taken leading up to that point. So all of those actions are going to lead to whatever is happening, good, bad, or otherwise. So it's always going to happen the way it was always supposed to happen because that's what we all kind of build for ourselves in the present. You know, everyone always talks about if they could go back in the past and change the past, but nobody thinks about what they're doing currently to change the future, mm -hmm. even if it's just their own future. Yeah, that's so great. I think my mom always tells us everything happens for a reason, which is the same mm -hmm. philosophy in different words. My mom says the same. And I think it's something that you and I truly believe as well. We have so many situations that we've gone through together in oh, yeah. three years that haven't necessarily been positive. Like we have had moments where we've questioned making the decisions that we made. But I think especially over the last few months, it's become very apparent that like had we not gone through those really sticky situations... We would not, one, be as grateful for what we have right now, but two, yeah. we wouldn't be here at all. Like, we would not be in Florida. Yeah, in this beautiful, you know, beach town area where the beach is a mile away. We you yeah. know, have these jobs that we love and that are providing for us, essentially. Um, yeah, if we didn't go through all of those hardships that we did, we probably wouldn't be here. We'd probably still be up there and probably still be pushing and struggling a little bit. Yeah. And like we are in the best place financially that you and I have ever been in. Spiritually, I think we're both pretty happy right now. Mm -hmm. Um it's mentally what stress relief will do for you. It's like an awakening. Yeah. Like mentally, maybe not physically, but that's like we're on that journey right now. Mentally, financially, spiritually, we're probably in the best place that we've been in for a couple years mm -hmm. but had we not gone through the hard things that were supposed to happen to us mm -hmm. 
then we wouldn't be as grateful or like recognize how great the situation we currently are in is. Oh, 100%. I'm 100% believe that we had to go through that to make ourselves better. Like owning the businesses in Iowa, I learned more about customer service, customer relations, and how to, you know, uh, provide good customer service through servantship mm-hmm. than, you know, trying to push and sales and stuff like that. And I don't, I think without that, I don't think I would be in the job that I'm at now that mm-hmm. I love so much um, without going through that and learning all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a struggle. It was tough, you know, financially and everything, but we learned so much and we were able to take away so much that I think we ended up coming out better for it. Yeah. We learned that we are not meant to be business owners, but we're really great at what we do love to do, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I think sometimes we get really stuck in maybe if I hadn't done X, Y, Z, then this wouldn't be happening to me. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of what makes us so great. And I that's, I mean, that is what this podcast encompasses a lot for me too, is like the the struggles, the hard parts have to happen for us so that we can then have these really great moments and really appreciate these great moments. Yeah, there's no, there's no um, sunshine without a good night. Mm. And I know that's deep. I know. I just made that up. Mm-hmm. That one's I'm, a thinker. I'm real deep thinking over here. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, without the dark times, you can't appreciate the light times, essentially. Yeah. You know, I, I made it sound real wise and mysterious and whatnot. I'm not that way. I promise you, I'm not nearly that smart. Um, but yeah, you, you have to go through hard times to appreciate good times. If you just had good times all the time, you would never know that you were in good times. Mm-hmm. And then also when a bad time came along, you would crumble. Yeah. So it, it, can, it only ever makes you stronger. Um, you just got to find the willpower to push through and keep going. We talk about this sometimes in like leadership roles as well. If you don't go through being like the grunt on the team mm-hmm. and go through having to get people their coffee or taking out the garbage at work mm-hmm. or you know, the small menial tasks that we feel like we have to do when you first start out, then when you become CEO, you don't understand that the people on your team, what they're going through. Personally, I think it's really important in leadership to go through all of like the different, not like you have to hit every step on the way up to being a leader, but I feel like it does really help leaders who have gone through all of that Because then you can help your team and you Mm -hmm. can bring them up with you and you can be like, okay, I got through it. Let's get you through it too. Yeah. It's, it's important to know, you know, your job and the person below and above you's job. um, Just so you can understand how everything kind of fits together, like a cog in a watch, you know, it it all just kind of runs together to make it smoother. And um, I learned that lesson hardcore when we were in Wisconsin and I got the management position at that car dealership. Um, I had worked at a car dealership in the detail department before that, but I was a detailer, so I knew how to detail very well. Um, But then I went to that management position, but it was a different company entirely, and I had not worked at that company, so I didn't know how that company worked together, uh, if that makes sense. I didn't know how all the cogs fit together or like their processes and everything like that. So it was a massive learning curve, and it was at that moment where I realized, like, if I'm going to ever be a manager or leader in another business, 
then I need to start at the bottom and kind of work my way up so I learn all the facets of that business and I can be a more well-rounded manager. Yeah. Um, Because that's extremely important. Knowing the culture of where you're working and stuff like that, it all kind of comes together. It comes into play so you can understand how to lead in those businesses or situations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Or even if you step up into a new company in a leadership position, spending a few days while you're acclimating to that company with each of your team members Mm -hmm. and just understanding what they do on a day-to-day basis for every team member that you have so that you have a great perspective as a leader into what your team actually is doing. Yeah. Which this, I mean, this all came from our philosophy of everything happens like it should and and typically to be fair to be fair uh in those leadership roles like if you go from a manager in one company and go into being a manager at another company typically you'll have the other manager there to kind of guide you and walk you through it and in my specific case i didn't have that i jumped straight into the leadership role and there was nobody else yeah to like learn how they did it and what i can improve on from there so it, it was just kind of open the gate and go so yeah to be fair Mm-hmm. Any is there any other philosophies you want to share at all today? Well, those are my three biggest ones, and if you can, if you can get those down, kind of figure those out. Honestly, I think the stress is going to really eliminate. You'll become more like a go with the flow kind of person in my book. Um, you know, if pop a tire, be like, oh, guess I popped a tire. You know, hop on that energy bus and get going to work. Um, yeah, it's always going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Don't dwell on the past. And if you're in control, don't worry about it. If you're not, don't worry about it. And if you really think about the in control one and you start thinking, okay, I'm freaking out about this situation. Am I in control? And then, okay, what exactly am I in control of? And you start thinking, I can control this or like, this is the problem. Yes, I have control over this part of the problem. And then you start diving into that. You really do see how much you actually have control in your life. So there's, there becomes less and less to worry about because mm-hmm. it ultimately all falls within your control. If it's some way, small shape, form, anything kind of affecting you, you have some type of control over it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Austin, for being an incredible husband and being our first guest here and sharing your philosophies with us. I'm sure everybody else appreciates it as much as I do. Yeah. Thanks for having me, uh, having me on and letting me sit here next to you in the office and bug you even more today. It's so great. Always. (laughs) All right, you guys, if you have any philosophies that you want to share, feel free to drop us a comment on either TikTok or Instagram. Feel free to leave a five-star review if you really love this episode. If you want to be a guest on upcoming podcast episodes, please feel free to shoot us a message. We are looking for guests and it can be really any topic, you guys. If you have something that you feel passionate about that you've gone through uh, philosophies that you have, thoughts or ideas that you want to share, feel free to send us a message on Instagram and we'll be happy to connect with you and get something scheduled in the future. All right, you guys, I hope you have a great week. Drink your water, get some rest, and we'll be talking to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bless Your Mess podcast. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and click the subscribe button. If you want to see sneak peeks of the upcoming episodes and stay in the loop, then go ahead and follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Bless Your Mess podcast. We can't wait to share everything that we have coming soon.